Hello, you party people. This is uh, <laughs> we're not calling our fucking fans of party people. No way. Uh, th- anyway, this is Tammany. Um, I, I wrote five thousand. I wrote nine nine three. I wrote a bunch of other shit. Uh, yep. This is my friend Darnell. Um, Hi, I'm Darnell. If you have listened to episode one, I'm sure you know the gist of what we what, what we're going to be doing here. Uh, if you haven't, um, I guess I'll just tell you again. Um, we're going to be reading through the main list on the SCP wiki, going through the lore slowly, sort of over time, seeing how it builds up and everything, going through the articles that are maybe not the best, but the ones that I like, basically. And we're just going to be enjoying the uh, the ride, basically. Yeah, it's going to be a good time, guys, so strap yourselves in. Yeah, so we're actually recording this on Saturday, just after the um, first episode went out, and we're actually getting quite a good reception from it. Um, I mean, no one's, not many people have really commented, so it's just sort of this silent crowd of people watching and sort of nodding in approval, but... Uh... They already put our star on Hollywood Boulevard. Exactly, exactly, yeah. It was it's incredible. It's an incredible reception. Um, I'm pretty sure John Wick wanted to collab. Yeah, I said no, of course. So uh, yeah, um, we're not just here to sort of pat ourselves on the back, suck our own dicks. We're actually here to uh, to read some SCPs. So um, let me get that link for you, my friend Darnell, my good good buddy. This is um, our, you mentioned in the last episode actually that you wanted to do. We thought we should do a safe one first this week because most of the ones yes. we did. Because last time we did two Euclids and a Ketter, yeah, which yeah. is not the beginning of a joke. Two Euclids and a Ketter walking walk into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> what will they buy? Okay, here is your All link right. to this our... This says SCP-426. I've never heard of this unless it's a lizard. Yeah, so uh, I was going to announce it, but I guess uh, there you go. It's SCP-426. Oh, oh, and I'm mistaken, actually. I thought this one was safe, but I guess it is Euclid. It shows what I, I fucking know. <laughs> I skimmed it very briefly, but it looks like it it's in first person. Mm, intriguing. Shall we begin? Okay. Hit me. Item number, SCP-426. Object class, Euclid. Special containment procedures. I am to be sealed in a chamber with no windows through which I may be viewed. The door to my chamber must have a label completely unrelated to my designation or identity in order to prevent unintended spread of my primary effects. Only level three and above personnel are to know of my presence, and particularly of my properties. Assigned... Sounds like an introverted roommate. <laughs> my name is Yoshikage Kira. <laughs> <laughs> Assigned personnel are to be rotated out on a monthly basis to prevent contamination by my secondary effects. Psychiatric evaluation is mandatory at the end of the month. If personnel are deemed unaffected, they may be reassigned to me no less than four months after their last rotation with me. Any affected personnel has been a class C amnestic and transferred to a different site. I don't think we've come across um, amnestics before in any of these files. Is that like triggering amnesia? You can't remember? Basically, yeah. So we sort of have different ranks. Is is that a real word in the real world? Like amnestic is an SCP meant? I'm pretty sure it is a real word, but um, it it isn't nearly as... There's nothing nearly as advanced as what's in the SCP... So what's a class? What are the different classes? I know you said they're arbitrary before, but you just told me that it means... Yeah, so... Is that like the lowest level or the highest? I think it's the lowest level. Sometimes the lower the number is the the better one. Sometimes the higher the letter is the better one. Okay. So usually you're mostly seeing things like uh, class A is the most common one there, which you just sort of use as general forget this shit. Okay. Okay. So class C would be like kind of... Yeah, so I, I usually... When I'm writing, I usually take that sort of blurring memory. Okay, cool. Alright. Okay, so, uh, description. Hello, I am SCP-426. I must be introduced this way in order to prevent ambiguity. I am an ordinary toaster. 
able to toast bread when supplied with electricity. Pardon? However, when any human being mentions me, they inadvertently refer to me in the first person. Despite all attempts, there is yet to be a way to speak or write about me in the third person. When in my continuous presence for over two months, individuals begin to identify themselves as a toaster. Unless forcibly restrained, these people will ultimately harm themselves in their in their attempts to emulate my standard functions. What the hell am I? What the hell are you reading? Right? I, I was discovered in the home of the Blank family after the gruesome deaths of three of its members. I had been given to the younger Mister and Mrs. Blank as a wedding gift. No card or any other identifying markings have been found on my box. Approximately two months after the family received me, fire crews were dispatched to the home due to an electrical fire. The younger Mrs. Blank died from the electric discharge that she'd caused when attempting to devour an electrical socket. Ew. The other two victims had died shortly before the fire occurred. The elder Mrs. Blank had gorged herself with nearly 10 kilograms of bread before her stomach burst and she died of internal bleeding. The younger Mr. Blank died of severe blood loss after attempting redacted with me. The sole survivor from the, was the elder Mr. Blank who was suffering from severe malnutrition. He stated that he had inserted some bread a week prior, and was still waiting for the toast to pop out. I was confiscated by the Foundation after police noted my unusual properties. A Class C amnestic was administered to the affected officers. So is the amnestic to, like, prevent them from thinking they're a toaster anymore? I guess so, yeah. What the fuck is this one? <laughs> well... I kind of like it, though. It's weird, but, like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. I don't want to know what... Attempting redacted with me meant. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I know what it meant, but I don't want to know. I'm so. a pretty unique SCP, so a lot of people really like me. Yeah. Experiment log 426-1. So I don't think we've had an experiment log before either. That is no, the first time we've run this. What's the difference with this between an addendum? So it, it is kind of addendum. Here it's just... It, it, this is sort of back in the early days still when a lot of this wasn't very consistent. Nowadays this will be sort of classed under addendum, usually. Except for when it isn't. <laughs> Okay. So this specific. is us basically just testing it, seeing how it reacts to various stuff. Oh yeah, more D-class personnel. Yeah. Date. Blank. D-class personnel, D-426-1. He was asked to describe what he believed was contained in my chamber. He was not identified, informed about my identity or properties. Details. He stated, I'm probably some huge monster holed up in there. That's what you guys have all over the place, right? He remained oblivious to his use of the first person pronoun. Date. Blank. D-class D426-2. He was placed in my chamber and given regular meals through a dispenser. No communication was permitted. Multiple cameos were situated in that chamber, positioned that so that I was outside the field of vision, but allowing constant observation of the D-class. We remained sealed until my secondary effect manifested in the subject. I was bolted to the floor so that I could not be moved into a camera's view. What's the secondary effect? Uh, that's when you start to think that, you're, that you are a toaster. Oh, okay, so the first effect is that the first person thing. Yeah, and then you start to think that you are what it is, like, physically okay. as well. Details. After 45 days of isolation, he wrapped his arm around me and began conversing with me, stating that we were brothers. <laughs> he never deviated from using the first person plural when speaking with me. He was terminated one hour after this event. It is fair as that the isolation accelerated the progression of my secondary effects. That is a good point, actually. Before it said it took, like, two months. This time it was 45 days. because uh, he was all alone instead of yeah. with a family. Yeah. This is so sad. Experimental well, at least mm. no one's died so far, right? Those guys in the first bit, the, the family died. Yeah, but the D-class didn't. I guess. Well, he was terminated, it says. I guess they didn't have the stairwell doctor from last. 
Oh, yeah, I think your missed subject was terminated one hour after this event. Wait, what? Where? There, right, right at the end there. Does that mean they killed him? It usually means that we killed him. What the fuck? <laughs> we did, like, think he was a toaster, so maybe it was a mercy. Oh. <laughs> Experiment log 426-3. Date. Blank. D-class is D426-3. Procedure. A screw was removed from me and shown to the D-class who was asked to describe it. He was not informed about my identity or properties. Details. He referred to it as my screw. Consistent with the first experiment, the subject was oblivious of his use of the first pronoun in his description. First person in his description, even. This suggests that, even if I were destroyed, my effects would still be inherent in my remains. Exper Doesn't removing or messing with the SCP go against what you told me before? Like, they don't mess with it? Mm, they study it? I guess they must have put the screw back. Hopefully. Yeah, I wouldn't want to think that they were doing that to me. Experiment log 426-4. Wait, are you using the first person plural, Tan? Are you alright? Of course I am. Oh, okay. Uh, date. Blank. Subject. D-Class D426-4. Procedure. He was placed in isolation in a cell adjacent to my chamber to be observed until my secondary effect manifests. So, uh, he's sort of in a separate room here. We're seeing if that still makes it happen. Details. No effects appeared. He was terminated 90 days after the start of the experiment. Thank God there are some limits to my effects. A lot of us were really starting to get worried about me. Dr. Blank. Well, hold on, there's a C in front of that blank. That's a blank. <laughs> okay, so they never, in any of the experiments, put them in the same room as the toast. They did in all of them except the last one, I think. No, it said... Oh, yeah, you're right, it says placed in my chamber. I thought they were all isolated. Sorry, I'm off my game today. Alright, who's Dr. Kablank? Is that Dr. Katanhoney? I guess it must be. He changes identity after the Stirwell incident. I mean, Katanhoney fits with the number of blanks. Oh my god. <laughs> if you put a C in front of it, it'll make sense. <laughs> right, okay. Right. So um this is so some... this one hmm. was def oh sorry, go ahead. No no no, no sorry. This is this is what we're here for. Give us your opinions. Oh man, no pressure. Uh this one was definitely weirder than the other ones. The other ones were much more like traditional R where monsters or spookies. But you know, even though at first it seems like a comedy, it's actually kind of clever. I really like it. Mm. Was this like the first creative? Or that sounds really messed up to say. The other ones were creative, but I mean, like, was this the first one that kind of went outside the box of that format? I don't know whether I can say it's the first, but it was one of the earlier ones that sort of. Well, what we what we call them on the site is usually something like format screw that messes with the actual file itself. Usually, they're called format what? Format screws. That's when it sort of the object actually messes with the file, like here where it's all first person. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to imply the other ones weren't creative. They were. I just meant, like, it's different than what the other one. Yeah, yeah, This yeah. is kind of neat. That's cool. So, um, all right, let me look at history. Wow, the last time it was edited was only last year, uh, May 2019. Mm. It was written in, let me go to history. 2010, though. Oh, my history wouldn't open up, so thank you. And it was written by a, uh, a writer called Fla, who I don't believe I've uh, interacted with before, so, um... Yeah, I, I realized last time we should probably be reading yeah. the creators of these. Should we go back the and do that for the other ones? Um, I don't know whether that will really fit into a... Right. <laughs> it might be... to just zip backwards. But in the future, we're going to do our best to... Yeah. Always, always create the writers. Sorry. Yeah, yes. sorry if anyone uh, took offense to that. Apologies. I mean, no one... Right. I've not got been told by anyone that they have taken offense, but I'm covering all my bases here. 
Oh, the next uh, the next episode is going to start with me doing a, a YouTuber apology. <laughs> <sighs> Guys, I'm just so sorry. I I let the fame get to me. <laughs> we really messed up this time, you guys. You gotta have your dog in the video. <laughs> Alright, so what were you saying before I rudely interrupted you with my dumb opinions? Um, so I was saying this is a really popular SCP. A lot of people really like this one, because it's... I don't want to say this is the only reason, but I am very easily memed here. Oh, you know what? Look at this. Rating 1984, like the book. Of course. He was a toaster in that. Yeah. Or, sorry, uh, I was a... Of course. Well, it seems you managed to break the effects at the end there. You started using pronouns again. I did it. I've conquered it. It's just how powerful you are. <laughs> All right. So what do you got next for me? That was fun. Yes. But how about a safe one for real this time, nerd? <laughs> well, uh, our next one isn't a safe one, but um, I think it'll interest you anyway, though. Um, I, I believe. Back in the first episode, we were talking right at the beginning about, um, you know, you th first you thought it was uh, nerdy boys in lab coats doing research, but mm -hmm. you said that it was actually a lot of lore to it and things like that. Right. Yeah. It went back to, like, Dawn of Mankind, and it, it, it's, it's a lot cooler, like, than, or sorry, I keep saying things that I don't mean, not that SCP's not cool, but I mean, like, it's a lot, yeah. it's more like secret agents, like, badass agents than, like, a bunch of nerds pouring yeah. liquids on stuff. There, there is some of that as well, but there's, there's all sorts of right. stuff on this fucking website. Yeah, I'm. You're actually turning me into a little bit of an SCP nerd, but I'm intentionally not reading things, even though I heard there are some cool SCP manga, so that I can keep my fresh opinions for the podcast. Thank you for your, thank you for your service. Yeah, no problem. You can salute me. At the... I'm saluting you right now. Oh, you thanks. just can't you see can it. Put your hand down, gamer. <laughs> Alright, so what's this next one you got for me? You were talking about lab coats before I interrupted. Yeah, so most particularly I was talking about lore here. Um, so there's quite a few SCPs on here that have a sort of a historical uh, narrative here going on. Sort of ancient civilizations, all that all that stuff. And Ooh, um, this is a very early one of here, and it's sort of been expanded on a lot of other articles, but this is sort of the uh, start of it all. Now that you say that, before we get into this next one, is there any SCP explanation for the Cambrian explosion? I, I don't know of any specific name, but I bet there's at least five. Really? Probably. We have like 5,000 fucking articles. And we it's... need to look into that. I I will... my... Next week is the uh, Cambrian Explosion special. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> we'll read all the articles that mention the Cambrian Explosion. Ooh, it's another Keter. Yeah, so... Uh, Keter, as we can see, we've got an image on this one. Um, so if you turn your head... Chronicle of the Davis. Yes, and that's a reproduction of it specifically. Okay. Oh. So, uh, <clears throat> item number SCP 140, object class Keta. Special containment procedures. It must never be brought closer than 15 meters. Is that. Is that meters there? That's... I think so. It's like a space between the 15 and the end. Yeah, that's threw me off there. Fit more than 15 meters to any source of standard ink, human blood, or other fluids suitable for writing. Wait, what fluids aren't suitable for writing? Peace. Any contamination by blood or ink must be reported immediately. I said peace. Peace? Peace. What's peace? Urine. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> <coughs> gotcha. Any remaining copies of SCP-140 created during the initial printing must be found or destroyed as soon as possible. Only SCP-140 is to be preserved for purposes of study, early warning, and cataloging and recording possible SCPs derived from its subject matter. So that's, that's pretty serious. 
SCP-140 is contained at Site 76, so we're also going Ooh. to a... Not Site 19! Yeah, different location here. So there's lots of sites now. There's a lot of really unique ones, uh, things like that, with sort of characters exclusive to them in some cases. How big is each site? It depends on the site, really. Okay, so some might be just a room and some might be like Area 51. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That makes more sense. I was like, 76 is a lot of plots of land. In a sealed vault containing a single desk. At this time, no research is to be carried out on the original SCP-140. Researchers are to read from prepared copies not bearing the signature of its author, which lack its properties. In the event of approved research, SCP-140 may not be removed from the vault, and readers may not be in contact with it for longer than nine hours. Access requires written approval from the head researcher for the explicit purposes of testing. An armed guard stationed outside the vault will meet any attempted theft with deadly force. Is this like the death note or something? <laughs> Should any personnel begin displaying obsession with SCP-140 or signs of possible mimetic contamination, they will be issued a Class A amne amnesiac. Oh, wrong words. Wrong words. So a lot of these early uh, ones, it, a lot of early ones had it as amnesiac, but it's sort of been corrected well, over well, time. It's kind of funnier because they just give him a guy with memory loss, like, all right, take care of him. Don't you want to be like him? <laughs> you're getting your memories yeah so a lot of these articles have actually sort of gone back and fixed that but I guess this one hasn't which fair enough I mean no shade to this guy yeah yeah it's a really good article so I'm, I'm just I'm just I'll joking around I'll believe through it let's yeah. keep going false memories implanted as necessary and transferred to another project transferred personnel must be monitored for signs of relapse description SCP-140 is a modern hard copy book with an unremarkable black binding and an unknown number of white pages. The book jacket is missing, but the title, A Chronicle of the Davis, is clearly legible. The inside cover is signed by the author, whose name is indecipherable. The text is copyrighted 19 blank. I'm going to say it's 1984 because of the other articles. Of up. course, it was a hint. Yeah. Careful examination reveals that there are far more pages between the bindings than could be contained within them. Readers admit to feelings of paranoia, unease, and occasional nausea while reading the SCP, although this may be related to the subject material. Nonetheless, readers almost universally describe it as fascinating and express continued interest, despite its frequently unsettling content. One in 15 readers, readers describe it as having a faint odour of dried blood. It is a detailed account of an ancient civilization originating in what is now south-central Siberia, identified as the Davites. Although, like all cultures, the Davites evolved and changed over time, they appear to have exhibited unusual con continuity. Universal fixtures of the Davite culture in all periods included militarism, conquest, ancestor worship, urban centres ruling over large slave populations, gruesome human sacrifice, and the practice of apparently efficacious formaturgic rituals. So, formaturgy is pretty much magic there. What's efficacious? Uh, is that like effigies? Well, as a smart writer, of course I know what that word means. So, uh, right. I'm going to Google that yeah. for you. So it's uh, effective, basically. It means they actually worked. Oh, okay. So, so not effigies. All right, we're learning words here on this. Well, you're learning words. I, of course, already knew what that meant. Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. A variety of relics and creatures produced by the Davite culture will be a normal or dangerous enough, if the account is believed, to qualify for containment in their own right. If SCP-140 comes into contact with any fluid suitable for writing, including human blood, the account of the Davite civilization's history expands. Human blood appears the most potent of possible writing substances, 
but in any case, the amount of new material does not correspond proportionately to the fluids introduced. Although these new segments sometimes include new descriptions of rituals or cultural traits or illustrations of previously covered material, they more frequently include new, more recent accounts of information chronicling the continued history of the Devatsich civilization or descriptions of new individuals and artifacts. Formerly decisive defeats become setbacks, new persons and events are inserted. Foundation archaeologists have discovered corresponding new artifacts and traces of the Devite civilization in applicable locations and strata, in some cases found in dig sites that had already been thoroughly explored. Jeez, I see why it's a cavern now. Yeah. It literally can change reality. Yeah, it's changing kind of history. Scary. It's actually like both cool but extremely unsettling. Uh, 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 uh. This is a good one. Although at times the Davites were a collection of city-states, they appear to have consistently returned to imperialism under a theocratic aristocracy, the Deva, practitioners of cannibalism and formaturgy. Although initially foundation researchers believed the Deva to have been the hereditary class recycling the names of noteworthy individuals, evidence and the events of blank blank twenty blank now suggest that the Deva possess preternatural longevity as a result of redacted, so they live a long time. Several researchers, notably Professor Blank, have concluded the Deva were so divergent from modern humans as to be a separate subspecies, a conclusion supported by graphic representations within SCP-140 and data expunged. SCP-140 is remarkably detailed by the standards of a primary source, seeming closer to a biography than a historic text. It includes lurid descriptions of sacrificial rites, battlefield descriptions, daily life, and life stories of various noteworthy individuals, including coats and dates of birth. Over 300, uh, well, this at least three, at least 100. This, uh, why did I say 300? Over, over. I can, I can see, I can see through it. I know what the numbers are now. Yeah, dude, you spilled your blood on it. I read enough SCP articles like, just now, and now I can see all the uh, the censored info. Holy crap, congratulations, I'm Thank so proud of so you. Thank you so much. This is what you get when you write SCP-5000s. This is the prize. This guy. So over blank, 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 distinct individuals have been identified, including the individual presently termed SCP-140-A, of which only two, two numbers there are accounted for by recorded deaths. Foundation archaeologists have discovered several sites containing ruins consistent with the supposed Davite culture, in various locations across Siberia, northern Iran, and Mongolia. Artifacts and traces of intercultural conflict and contact have been discovered as far west as the Carpathian Mountains, and as far east as northern Pakistan and China. These include SCP Redacted. So there's another uh, SCP. Yeah. So I want to know, did someone make a crosslink that's that SCP, SCP Redacted? I would say probably not, because then that, that would usually be linked in this article here, but that would be interesting if someone actually... That would be so cool, but... I guess you need the author's permission. Yeah. That is neat. That's, it, it's really cool. It's like, there's another SCP that is like created by this culture, I guess. No wonder this thing's a freaking Keter. Mm. So, addendum SCP-140-A. SCP-140 was originally found in the office of deceased historian Blankety Blank. The previous owner was discovered in his own office at Blank University, having expired from self-inflicted lacerations on both wrists. I would like to note again that deceased historian, once again, the first thing of blanks fits the name Tanhony. Wow, I'm dead? Yeah. There were no traces of Tanhony's blood in the office. His colleagues claimed during interviews that they discovered a note in faded ink in his handwriting next to SCP-140. 
All witnesses were administered Class A amnesiacs and false memories implanted. His note read, I have to know. I'm sorry. All text... Oh, yeah, he did, had... he, did he kill himself to use the blood to know more? I guess so, that's the implication. all his blood! Oh, oh man. Jesus. That's fucked up. He needed that deep lore. Yeah. Oh, this is me. That's me <laughs> reading through the SCP well, wiki. This is just some SCP's fan fiction. Oh my god. Come to life. All texts within 50 meters, except several books related to the history of the region, were blank. The remaining books now included accounts of supposed interaction between the Davite civilization and the subject cultures, or applicable discussions of Davite history and culture. These texts were confiscated. All printed forms and media were blank. All pens, printers, and ink cartridges were empty. Although SCP Addendum 140B, although SCP-140 was published during the 20th century, the tone of the book suggests it's a recounting of events, individuals, and practices experienced firsthand by SCP-140's unknown author. Foundation investigators have tracked SCP-140's publication to the data expunged printing house in a batch of double-digit copies self-published by a wealthy individual, hereby termed SCP-140-A. The signature on the contract matches the strange signature inside SCP-140. So more than four blank of the copies produced in this batch were apparently least of all ink by the blank blank remaining copies. To date, Foundation agents have recovered and discovered double blank of the remainder, but between blank and double blank remain at large. So this is why uh, the censoring gets a bit tedious sometimes. Yeah. Especially because they give us one number on one of them. That's what, like, what the hell's up with that? Yeah, just... We can know it's 40-something, but we can't know how much. You mustn't know. <laughs> so it's not like even in a sort of important detail. It's like, so they lost all their ink. I can't know how much ink was lost. Two expansions events have been reported during periods when SCP-140 had never been exposed to fluids or any of any sort or removed from its vault. So it's possible there's more of these things as well. That's... Yeah, that's spooky. Wait, how do they create a copy if no ink can be near it? I don't know. An investigation and manhunt for the author of SCP-140 is growing. In the event of contact, agents are advised, data are that. Well, what do I do? And you don't know. You don't get to know. <laughs> Please, I need to know. What do I do in the event of contact? <laughs> Addendum 140C. That's a lot of them, actually. I didn't remember it being this uh this Yeah, there's five total, it looks like. Through study of 140 and other contained objects relating to the Davite civilization, Foundation researchers have concluded that, transposed to the modern era, the resurgence of a hostile Davite civilization in history more recent than 1 blah blah blank CE would, const would constitute a grave and even possible retroactive threat to the Foundation and modern civilization as we know it. Even best case predictions of Davite resurgence in the modern day suggest a CK class restructuring of modern society. And a worldwide conflict with a projected death toll of at least redacted and an end to the Foundation's secrecy. So this is bad news. Oh, wow. That's uh, good. Yeah, so Addendum 140D, so I guess it gets worse, is a Blank Blank's journal, found on his home proceed in Data Expunged, indicates that upon his initial reading of SCP-140, it ended with the almost utter destruction of the Davite civilization and the genocide of all known Daverin to Blank Blank BCE by the forces of giant Chinese General Queen K. As a result of subsequent containment breaches, including those detailed in the journal, copious quantities of new material have been added, describing survivors regrouping and migrating to another region of central Siberia, rebuilding their empire steadily, and continuing to advance culturally and technologically. Does this, so if this affects the past, or even creates things, does this also change the present? 
based on what happened That there. is the implication, yeah. That's why they were worried a bit before about if they survive past a certain point, our future will not be possible. So I wonder what changed in the modern day because of some D-class jackasses contamination. No way to know. That's super scary. I like that. <laughs> I mean, I like it as a writing. I, I don't know. That's spooky. At present, the Empire is described as having finally been crushed by Genghis Khan during the early period of his conquests, although the fates of many important persons in several cities remain ambiguous. Foundation archaeologists will be dispatched to expunged for investigation and research. Addendum 140E, after the incident, after the incident on blank blank 20 blank at data expunged dig site resulting in over triple digit casualties... <laughs> All Foundation archaeologists excavating sites of uh, suspected Davite artifacts or ruins are to be accompanied by a fully armed security team. Okay, are you telling me that they brought back Davite soldiers that attacked them? I don't know. SCP-140-1 has been neutralized. SCP-140-2 remains at large. So they found something that went fucking apeshit. Oh god. All other anomalous contacts and artifacts were destroyed when the dig site was struck by a cruise missile. Agent Blank received a commendation and was treated for post-traumatic stress disorder. Dr. Blank received a posthumous commendation for courage. An investigation into the possible involvement of SCP-140-A or their agents in the events of Blank Blank 20 Blank is ongoing. And that's where the article uh, comes to a close there. Okay, so terrifying. And um, uh, Also, if it goes on long enough, will the Davites be around in the modern day and take over? That's basically it, yeah. Super fucking scary. Although I did have a really dumb realization while right. we were reading that. So it absorbs like all the ink and blood around it automatically, right? Right, yeah. If you didn't care about, you know, potentially destroying the world, you could just throw it in the 173 and suck up all the blood and feces lickety split. <laughs> it still has one problem, I guess. But... It's, like, it's like a super sponge for cleaning messes. Oh my god. Yeah. The Davites, like, charge into the site. They seem to, like, using the sacred text, like, wipe down a table. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> hey, it's effective. The history of our people. Something <laughs> interesting, actually. If you go down to the bottom of the page, I don't know, you can see, like, a set of tags there. There's a set of what? Like, tags there. Like... Autonomous Davite document historic. So, oh, and oh, you yeah. can click these and get others? Yeah, so click on Davite there and just look how many articles there are now from, like, from this one how much that is Holy gone. shit, there's a lot. How come some of these aren't SCPs, they're just like events? So those are uh, called tales on the website, and those are basically sort of, rather than the sort of formatted SCP documents here, those are just stories, sort of prose. What's SCP TV pilot? Is it, Oh my god, it's really long. Is, is, it, is this like legitimately a TV show pilot for a show, or is this like its own SCP? I don't know what that is. Look at it, it's super long. We should read this for one episode. It's like it's like an actual full SCP episode. Like, look at this. Oh my god. Are you reading this? It's only got 14 upvotes for some reason. This thing is... Well, I don't know about the quality. I haven't read it, but look how long it is. It's like a real TV episode someone made. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I've not read this before. Alright, let's save this one in the bank for another day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, that one was really cool. Hmm. Um, holy crap. That's also the scariest Keter I think we've came across. So, granted, we've only come across one other. I, I get in theory why the why the anti meme is super dangerous, but this one can literally destroy the modern world as we know it. Mm. Um, 
uh, very terrifying. And the fact that it can literally alter history is super scary, whereas the other one can only really change memories. So this is definitely, I think, the scariest SCP we've come up with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, really cool, though. So, yeah, the difference... And I love that it's inspired so much. Oh, I'm sorry. No, sorry, no, no, go on. No, go, 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 go. I was going to say, um, so it's very different from, say, SCP-173, which is sort of the spooky monster. This one has a lot what more. Is hmm. Sarkix and Sar- I'm so sorry. Continue. Where are you getting this? <laughs> I, I clicked on Davite and there's all the stuff about Sarkicism and Sarkic. That is a whole other sort of uh, bit of lore that we will get to later because it is very sort of expansive there. One of these SCPs is just a bunch of binary. Maybe, maybe we should say, we'll save that for another day. I'm sorry. I need to stop reading these. <laughs> uh, it's, you, you got me hooked on the clicks. I see what you mean about getting lost. <laughs> wow. And all the things written are canon, right? Because they're like approved? Mm, well, there's no canon really. So okay. I can write something that can contradict everything else pretty much. But, okay, uh, so that's allowed to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no so there's no canon police that come to your house and, and uh, take you away for canon breaches. I'm going to write an SCP that assumes 140. You could do that. <laughs> it eats the pages and reverses the history. Yeah, so the only uh, the only sort of qualification to being on a website is if that that that, that vote module being in the positive. Awesome. Alright, so not gonna interrupt you. Please say what you want to say. I'm so sorry. So yeah, I was just saying that I think I might have already said it. So it's very different from at once I'm free. Yeah, I have said this already. Um in that it's not a spooky monster necessarily, it's just a lot more world building, things like that. But it still has I mean, that sort of horror feel to it. In my opinion, it's way scarier than one seven. Like, a spooky monster, it kills you, and then, okay, you're dead. But this one, like, will literally destroy the world as you know it and affect your loved ones and civilization. <laughs> right, okay. So, speaking of spooky monsters, we actually have a, uh, for our third SCP today, we have one of those. Um, okay. It's a lot different so from... not a safe? It is not a safe, no. <laughs> um, we'll get one next episode, I swear. Mm-hmm. But that is the joke here. We're, not, we're never going to read an safe SCP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, this one actually, um, there's a film coming out this about this SCP next week. Wait, really? Unironically? Yeah, actually, we can watch the trailer watch after the trailer? we record. Yeah, sure. We can't really record that, so <laughs> sorry, everyone. But please rest easy in the knowledge that we will have watched it. Yeah, and hopefully, I'm sure hopefully. people listening have sort of already guessed that I'm talking about SCP-096 for this one. I have not heard about an SCP film. I heard about that new game everyone's hype on. Okay, so is there really a film about okay. this? Oh, it's got a script! Yes! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's actually a film coming out. Um, I think it's Tuesday. Okay, don't spoil it, because we should read this first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me about it. Okay, so this is SCP-096. We don't have the title here, but it's called The Shy Guy. Aw, like the Mario. Yeah, just like Mario. Yeah, just like Mario. <laughs> so let me take a swig of my uh, water. Alrighty. And, uh... We shall begin. This is a long one again. Okay, so, no problem. Item number, SCP-096. Object class, Euclid. Special containment procedures. SCP-096 is being contained in its cell, a 5 meter by 5 meter by 5 meter, airtight steel cube at all times. Weekly checks for any cracks or holes are mandatory. There are to be absolutely no video surveillance or optical tools of any kind inside the cell. Security personnel will use pre-installed pressure sensors and laser detectors to ensure its presence inside the cell. 
any and all photos, videos, or recordings of its likeness are strictly forbidden without approval from Dr. Blank and O5 Blank. So I think this is also our first mention of a member of the O5 Council here. What's an O5 Council? So those are the leaders of the Foundation. There are 13 of them. Sometimes there's 14, sometimes there's 13. The High Council. The, the Council will decide your fate, basically. So this is a big deal. This is a, that's a big deal when you see one of the O5 boys uh, come in. That's... And only for a Euclid? Well, mm. I guess it's just it's contained. That yeah, you, the object class is not necessarily danger level. Right. Oh, that's so spooky. <laughs> okay, so what's the High Council do? Do they like decide our fate? They they decide pretty much everything here. Um, you, do you think they granted Doctor Blink the rank of Master? <laughs> it's unfair. How can you be working for the Foundation and not be a doctor? <laughs> Take a seat, Dr. Blank. Alright, that's enough stuff. Thank you. Continue, continue. <laughs> Description. SCP-096 is a humanoid creature measuring approximately 2.38 meters in height. Subject shows very little muscle mass with preliminary analysis of body mass suggesting mild malnutrition. Arms are grossly out of proportion with the rest of the subject's body with an approximate length of 1.5 meters each. Skin is mostly devoid of pigmentation, with no sign of any body hair. Its jaw can open, can open up to four times the norm of an average human. Other facial features remain similar to an average human, with the exception of the eyes, which are also devoid of pigmentation. So they're like basic gear. Yeah, it is not yet known whether SCP-096 is blind or not. It shows no signs of any higher brain functions and is not considered to be sapient. It is normally extremely docile, with pressure sensors inside its cell indicating it spends most of the day pacing by the eastern wall. However, when someone views its face, whether it be directly, via video recording, or even a photograph, it will enter a stage of considerable emotional distress. It will cover its face with its hands and begin screaming, crying, and babbling incoherently. Approximately one to two minutes after the first viewing, it will begin running to the person who viewed its face, <coughs> who will, from this point on, be referred to as 096-1. So, Wait, the person who got who saw the face becomes an SCP? Well, they've come designated for the purposes of the document here. Right. So just so that, I guess just so that I don't have to keep saying the guy who looked at its face. Fair enough. Documented speeds have varied from 35 kilometers per hour to triple digits kilometer power and seem to depend on distance from 096-1. At this point, no known material or method can impede its progress. The actual position of 096-1 does not seem to affect its response. It seems to have an innate sense of 096-1's location. So you see its face, it instantly knows where you are. Note, this reaction does not occur when viewing artistic depictions, so you can make a little drawing of it. Oh, look, there's a link there. Let's keep that in mind for the end. Yes. Oh, there's a couple links here. Okay. Yeah, so rather than addendums in this case, it is just sort of other documents, so we're going to be going through those as well, because those are sort of the meat of this article. Yay! Upon arriving at 096-1's location, 096 will proceed to kill and data expunge them. 100% of cases have left no trace of 096-1, so it does something to you, and there's nothing left. <coughs> Jesus Christ. Probably eats you. I, I, I think they would just probably just say it eats you if that was the case. Data expunged is so menacing because yeah. we just don't know what it is. Yeah. 096 will then sit down for several minutes before regaining its composure and become docile once again. It will then attempt to make its way back to its natural habitat, data redacted. That's a really interesting detail for me. Natural habitat, like, 
of a more of these things. One question I have too is what's the difference between data redacted and data expunged? Data redacted means it's hidden. Data expunged means it doesn't exist on the record anymore. They've deleted it. Okay, so redacted means it's still around. They just like you're not qualified to see it, basically. But then, what's the difference between that and the blanks? Um, blank is lesser censoring, I guess. So you can know how many digits there are, but you can't know where it is. Oh, I gotcha. Fair enough. So, due to the possibility of a mass chain reaction, including breach of Foundation secrecy and large civilian loss of life, retrieval of subjects should be considered alpha priority. So, basically, because once this guy's running to get the first guy, anyone who it goes past is going to see its fucking face. Oh, that, that, I just realized it's a lot of problems. Yeah. Dr. Blank, this one isn't me, because it's three digits. <laughs> it's Dr. Tan. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> Has also petitioned for immediate termination of 096. See interview 096-1. Order is awaiting approval. It has been crossed out. Termination order has been approved. And it's to be carried out by Dr. Blank on data redacted. See incident 096-1-A. Oh god, that one's long. Did so- they manage to kill it? Something happened and they were like, we need to fucking kill this thing now. So we're going to be going through that as well because that is the story here. But first we're going to go through the script. Okay, so do we click on document 0961 or do we read this little audio log? We're going to read the audio log first, then go to that document and then the incident. Okay, you be Dr. Tan, I'll be Captain Darn. Okay, so you're the former commander of Retrievable Team Zulu 9A, so you went and got this thing. Awesome. So it's blank blank time, research area blank. Wait, how do you, re- how do you recover without looking? Is it just its face? Can you look at its body? Yeah, yeah, just the face. Okay, so just don't look at its Sorry, continue. Well, it's you. Oh. <clears throat> it always sucks ass to get initial retrieval duty. You have no idea what the damn thing is capable of besides what jacked up information the field techies can scrape up. And you're lucky if they even tell you the whole story. They told us to bag and tag. Didn't tell us jack shit about not looking at the damn thing. To be fair, that is quite the fucking slip up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds very dangerous. Could you describe the mission, please? Oh, yeah, sorry. We had two choppers, one with my team, and one on backup with Zulu-9B and Dr. Tanhony. We spotted the target about two clicks north of our patrol path. I'm guessing he wasn't facing our direction, else he would have taken us out then and there. The report says 096 didn't react to the cold. It was minus blank Celsius. Actually, it was negative blank blank. And yes, it was butt naked and didn't so much as shiver. Anyway, we landed, approached the target... And Corporal AC got ready to bag it. That's when Dr. Tanhony called. I turned to answer it, and that's what saved me. The target must have turned, and my whole squad saw it. That's when 096 entered an agitated emotional state? Yep. Sorry. The Willie's friend. That's alright. Well, I never saw it face. My squad did, and they paid for it up the ass. Could you describe it a little more, please? Yeah, yeah. Started screaming at us and crying. That animal roaring, though, sounded exactly like a person. Really fucking creepy. We started firing when it picked up Corporal AC and ripped off his leg. God, he was screaming for our help. Fucking A. Anyway, we were blowing chunks out of the target round after round. Didn't do jack shit. I almost lost it when it started data expunged him. That's when you ordered the use of a... AT4HEDT launcher. An anti-tank gun. Started carrying it ever since SCP Triple Blank got loose. 
I've seen those tear through tanks like tissue paper. Did the same thing to the target. There was significant damage to 096? Didn't even fucking flinch. It kept tearing apart my squad, but with half of its torso gone. But it was taking damage. Sorry. Oh, you're good. If it was, it wasn't showing it. It must have lost all its organs and all its blood, but it didn't acknowledge any of it. Its bone structure wasn't hurt at all, though. It kept tearing my squad apart. So no actual structural damage. How many rounds would you say were fired at 096? At the least? A thousand. Our door gunner kept his GAU-19 on it for at least 20 seconds. 20 fucking seconds! That's 600.50 caliber rounds pumped into the thing. Might as well have been spitting at it. This is when Zulu-9B arrived? Yeah, and my squad was gone. Zulu-9B managed to get the bag over its head and it just sat down. We got it into the chopper and got it here. I don't know how I never saw its face. Maybe God or Buddha or whatever thought I should live. Jackass. We have obtained an artist's depiction of 096's face. Would, would you like to view it? You know, after hearing that thing's screams and the screams of my men, I don't think I want to put a face to what I heard. No. Just, no. Alright, I believe we're done here. Thank you, Captain. Chairs are heard moving and footsteps leave the room. Captain Blank is conferred to have left interview room 22. Let this be on record that I'm formally requesting 096 be terminated as soon as possible. That is sort of uh, quite outside what the Foundation usually does there. They're saying we need to fucking kill this thing. You know, I've noticed something. A lot mm. of these SCP scripts like to have people cussing. Mm. It's, not, it's not safe for work, the Foundation. It's not your grandma's SCPs. These aren't your grandma's SCPs. We like to get a little crazy here. Alright, so what do we go to first? Document 0961 or Incident 0961A? Uh, document 0961. So we're going in chronological order here. Oh, what's that? Please, please tell me we're actually resuming and you're not going to make me we just, We've just resumed. Oh, hi. I guess I'll cut this bit out. <laughs> we're we're well, going to pretend there's no break. we got to pretend there's no break because I, I already started reading I the document. I definitely wasn't talking to myself off recording for a long period of time. Okay, okay, you can say that, but this is going to be cut out anyway. Okay, good. Okay, document 096-1 of experiment 096-1. Experiment 096-1 is headed by Dr. Dan. Presumably that's the doctor from the previous article. I don't know why his name is uncensored now. But it wasn't no, Dr. Tan, it's Dr. Because... Dan. <laughs> it's really close. <laughs> yeah. I do believe the author's name of this is also Dr. Dan, so, uh, so I guess this is sort of his, uh, his little character. Purpose is to test 096's abilities while obtaining complete physical description of this SCP. D9031, or this poor bastard, <laughs> is a 32-year-old convicted felon and former tattoo artist. Is this you? Yeah, me, he, exactly. He is placed inside Bathysphere 303-A, which is then lowered in the Tonga Trench off the coast of New Zealand. What's a Bathysphere? It's like, um, have you played uh, Bioshock? Uh, No. Oh, well, I don't know how to explain it to you. It's, a, it's like a submarine, but such a sphere, and it, you lower down in it. Okay, cool. Which is then lowered... Yeah. Position is approximately three digits kilometer from SCP-096's temporary containment cell at site blank blank. The following was recorded via video surveillance. Inside Biafisbeer 303-A, between it and Dr. Dan's control site on the New Zealand mainland. The Buffy Sphere reaches final death of 10,800 meters. I call the D-Class. Okay. It stopped. What now? 
Do you feel fine? No sickness? Anything? Ears hurt. That should be expected. Now on your left should be a steel container. Open it and there'll be a manila folder holding several photographs. Open it and describe the first photograph, please. He complies. Uh, the camera is located so that photograph cannot be seen. Nothing. It's an empty cell. Thank you. Please set this photograph face down in a receptacle to your right and look at the next photograph. It's the same cell, but there's a foot in it, I think. Describe it, please. Uh, pale and bony. Sort of creepy, actually. Place the photograph in the receptacle face down and look at the next one. Okay. Oh, oh shit! Describe the photograph. Uh, it's, uh, I don't know, some creepy-ass person. Describe the photograph, please. Hell, man, he's pale! Has white eyes and something fucked up is happening with his mouth. What the hell is this thing? At this point, approximately 13.32 standard time, Dr. Dan in experiment control is notified that 096 has breached containment. Oh, oh god. god. Oh god, oh fuck. They killed this man! The fastest path to 096-1 has been cleared of civilians and other image capturing devices. And it is now being tracked by satellites via tracking collar. That's how fast it goes. You need satellites. Oh, God. On your right, there should be another steel container. Open it. It's a pad of paper and a pencil. Oh, that's why they got a tattoo artist to do, because he can draw. Yeah. Yes, please draw a sketch of the photograph you saw. This man is dying for a sketch. <laughs> Fucking rip. He mumbles uh, an expletive and spends the next 20 minutes drawing a sketch of the photograph. At the time of completion, 096 is confirmed. What's that? It is confirmed to be triple kilometer away, yeah. SCP 096. Yeah. At the time of completion, 096 is confirmed to be three blanks kilometer away from 096 1. Also, a fun note in the script, uh, my guys was D9031, and the second that he saw the guy's face, it, they changed it to SCP 096. Oh, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> oh, this poor fucker. I'm done. You certainly are. <laughs> oh, no! Good. Place the drawing in the receptacle on your left and close the door. He complies and the sketch leaves the Baffy Sphere in a watertight buoyancy container. The other photographs are then incinerated in the onboard incinerator. What now? Uh, please stand by. <laughs> That's cruel. Not even going to give me a chance. Well, I guess it's so he's easier to retrieve underwater. <laughs> 40 minutes pass. 096 is now confirmed to be at 096-1's position and is diving. Oh god. Oh god. My Can parents aren't underwater? home. I don't like it. My parents aren't home. <laughs> I'll be right there, bae. Transponder signal ends at 9339 meters as pressure goes beyond the device's operational limits. The camera shows the Baffy Sphere is shaking slightly. From 096-1's reaction, it is assumed 096 is on the hull and is visible through the viewport. Oh fuck! Shit, shit, shit! What the fuck is that? Video Hold on. Is there any D classes that don't curse all the time? No, that's how that, that's what they get recruited for. They swore on um, No Swear Sunday. Demonetization class, right. Yeah. Video and audio feed is cut off as the hull of Bathysphere 303-A is breached. 096 is recovered by surface recovery Foxtrot 303-A without incident. The sketch is also recovered, and a quick test confirms no hostile reaction from 096. Oh, so they were about to let another guy potentially die? <laughs> you check it. <laughs> what about you, Doc? Yeah, imagine man? the D-class that tested that. It's like, look at this drawing. 
and they just like stand, like stare at you for an hour and like he's good you can go home it's <laughs> so scary sketch is sent to experiment control on new zealand while 096 has moved to permanent containment i don't know why but when i was reading along i thought that said pregnant containment i will cut that noise out okay all right so next is the incident 096-1-A. Yeah, so next is Instant 096-1-A. So this is the, uh, this is actually sort of a semi-story, semi-actually written here. So in Ooh, the way it's formatted. Do you want me to read any of the story for you, buddy? So I'll read, um, I'll be Dr. Dan still. I believe he's in this as well. Oh, no, he's not. Oh, he is. There's like three or four characters. Yeah, there's a few, this is uh, a few. So this is the difference well, between, say, 173 is this. There's a story to this as well. 173 is just a thing in a room. Could be anywhere, could be anywhere, it just, and it never does anything. It just here's what it is. Here is here's what it does. Okay. Well, this is. This... Well, we'll pick which characters who as we go, but you should definitely remain Doctor Dan. Yeah. You're always the doc. Oh. Okay, so let's begin. So containment has been attained. Yes, doc. Let me see the security footage. Begin log. A large steel cube is shown in the middle of a research lab which is teeming with a dozen or so researchers. In view of the camera is a control booth, displaying readings from the various sensors inside the cube. Fast forward one minute, 32 seconds. The control booth operator leans forward, alerted to the various readings on the sensors. Approximately five seconds later, a steel wall on the containment cube receives a sizable dent bending outward. Oh god, oh fuck. Oh no! The dent becomes larger when breaking. 096 is seen bending the steel away, frantically trying to escape. Emergency plates. <laughs> no! Emergency plates drop on the cube as a containment breach is sounded. The security tape has his face blurred out as per containment protocol. Oh, thank you, security tape. Yeah, I almost fucking died. Two security teams enter the room as 096 breaks out of containment. Live rounds and tranquilizer darts are fired to no visible effect. Approximately 90% of researchers and security personnel have directly viewed its face. And a code lemur is declared. The room, well, uh, I assume this is what it is. The room oh. and surrounding areas are sealed and flushed with blank class nerve agent. So I guess that's a mercy. Fuck. So, uh, I, what would you rather have? Would you rather have definitely a nerve agent, or would you get, rather get data expunged by 096? Fair enough. Approximately two minutes later, 096 breaches research site blank and travels double digits kilometer an hour through the outside deficit. Traveling blank. End luck. I do have one quick note. Um, it mentions in the other article that um, they shot him and it like blew up his torso, but he kept going. But they never said if his torso recovered or not. I assume it does. Um, I'm not sure. If not, that's even scarier. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, continue. Sorry for interrupting you. Echo Romeo was assigned... I don't, I'm not sure who this is because there's no sort of dialogue tag. I'm assuming this is Dr. Dam. Uh, Echo Romeo was assigned to immediate containment breach. When we realized just how big a breach we were dealing with, we were completely overwhelmed. Funny how even the best and brightest minds in the world can be so unprepared. Very modest, Dr. Dan. So you're saying it's your own fault? Absolutely not. This was a new discovery in 096's behavior. We had no way to know, and we are lucky it did not turn into an XK. What's an XK? Well, this is one of the few things that actually does mean something. So there's a few different scenarios that get listed. Like I think we saw CK before in the uh, Daylight mm -hmm. one, where that was like the future can be changed to something that was completely unlike what it is now. Um, right. XK is... Usually they don't say just XK. They say the full thing, 
so it's usually listed as XK end of the world scenario. Oh, okay. Which in this case will be from everyone seeing his face and then he individually kills every single human. That's uh, no good. Yeah, so XK bad. Begin log. Helm cam footage from ER-1. Footage from inside a UH-60 shows 096 on a desert floor, moving at considerable speed. You want to be uh, Echo Romeo Actual? I will be Echo... What, Echo Romeo who? Actual. Alright. This is Echo Romeo Actual. We have visual of the target. At data expunged. Knots and increasing. He listens to the radio as orders, identified as coming from Dr. Dan, RL-8. 096 can be seen slowly gaining speed. He motions off cameras. ER-3 appears, holding a modified AXM-50 anti-material rifle. Two shots are fired. The first misses, and the second hits it in the lower leg. It stumbles, but recovers. Speed change is insignificant. Pete, no effect on target! He motions to ER-3 again, and he fires three more shots. The first two miss, and the third hits it in the head. It falls, skids, and rolls several times, reducing its speed minimally. I hope you enjoy a hot kiss with Miss Pavement. <laughs> Oh, God. 096 rolls to its feet and continues unabated. Camera pans up to see eight V-22 Ospreys belonging to MTF Tower 1, and that's the phrase I don't think we've come across before, MTF there, so Mobile Task Force. Oh, cool. So, previously these weren't sort of listed as unique things, it just said we sent a group of guys out, but it gets sort right. of more uh, classified from here on, so we have... Yeah, it feels very military in this article. So, Mobile Task Force, as they sort of evolve over time. Now, the way it is, we have Mobile Task Force, Greek letter, the number, and then we usually have like, a little funny nickname for them as well. Cool. Flying overhead and past the helicopters on the same outbound vector as 096. Camera cuts out. Begin log. Video interview log 096-1-A. So we have a new doctor here. It's Dr. Oleksiy. Should I be him? Yes, you're always the doctor because you're the big bro. So he appears Except for Bartholomew Hughes. That's exclusively me. He appears very calm, determined, and answers all questions slowly and nibbly. Hey, it is me. Where were you exactly at the time of breach? On break, getting a cup of coffee. It was pure luck I wasn't caught in the containment area. Describe your actions directly after the containment breach. I sent Echo Romeo after 096 and alerted Dr. Dan to the situation. What the hell is this accent turned into? <laughs> I don't know, but I kind of like it. We then oh, set I'm... upon the task of locating 096-1. Once the general direction of 096 was determined, I sent Mobile Task Force Tau-1 ahead to evacuate civilian population centers in its path. All according to containment protocol. And then we have another video interview log with Dr. Daniel Dan Blank. So I guess um, they, they've been using his nickname so far. So uh, I'm not sure how professional that is, but... Daniel Dan. Wow, what a nickname. Dr. Dan Meister. <laughs> so he sits patiently. On the table in front of him is what looks to be a set of modified night fishing goggles. For the record, where were you exactly during 096's containment breach? In the uh, data expunged Madden range, trying to find more information on 096's origins. It was a quick research expedition, so I left Dr. Loxie in charge of containment. He is competent enough, if a bit eager, and has proven himself in the past. Th this is all confirmed by the various-related paperwork, so don't go thinking... It was just for the record, Doctor. Now, knowing that 096 is immune to all known forms of damage while in an enraged state, why would you order the sniper attacks from the emergency response team? Hang on, I have a question real quick. Yeah? So this interviewer is like, is kind of doing the job of reporting, but wouldn't the doctors do the reporting? Because he's not an outside interviewer. All the stuff is supposed to be secret. Mm. Who knows? So maybe feels kind of weird. Maybe we'll find out. 
maybe. Why not? If there was a chance to slow down 096 and give Tau one more time, then we had to try it. It put ER in no danger, and the choppers were in danger of being outrun anyway. Honestly, ER could do little else to help or harm the situation. I see. Now, could you explain this? Motions to the goggles lying on the table. <laughs> oh, I thought it would be more dramatic. <laughs> Pulls the curtain, there's 096. <laughs> this is the man, officer. <laughs> Get him! Yes, this is Project Scramble, an eyepiece we assigned to ER and Taiwan, designed by Dr. Alexei and myself specifically for 096. It carries a small microprocessor which constantly analyzes the viewing field for the facial features of 096. The facial recognition software inside instantly identifies them, scrambling the image into an unrecognizable mess before the light reaches the human eye. It's quite ingenious, really. And expensive. Very, which is why it's such a shame it didn't work. Oh, fucking rip. Yeah, so I like that. It's very nice detail, though, like the technology we're bringing specifically to sort of counter it, even if it didn't work. So it's specifically the action of looking towards the face, not necessarily seeing it. Mm, maybe we'll find out a bit more about that. Okay. Sorry. I like to jump to conclusions a lot, apparently. Okay. So, audio transcript between Tau 1 and uh, modified EG3 Century Awax call sign Big Brother. I'm not a military guy, I don't know what these words mean. I, I don't know what that means either. I guess uh, I will be Big Brother. Ooh, Oni-chan. That's what I'm going to refer to you as. Please do not. <laughs> Osprey's in the air. Moving data expunged at data expunged. Awaiting vector. Electronics online. Cruising altitude reached. Uploading program scramble to all camera systems. Camera online. Big Brother is now watching. Oh, okay. I get it now. Ha ha ha. What outbound vector is the target currently heading? Uh, target is currently westbound, traveling on... Shit. Yeah, he's, he's on the I-40. <laughs> uh, I think he just flipped the semi. Um, outbound vector is data expunged degrees by data expunged. Next town on the vector is uh, data expunged, I'd say a couple hundred kilometers. Uh, shit, MTF, we're suggesting Echo Romeo begin evacuating the I-40. I, I don't know how many cars the target is wrecked. I don't know why, but for some reason when I read it was a century, I thought it was like a robot. And, like, the first line he says is kind of robot and then it's just <laughs> very human. Hold one. That's a negative, big brother. ER is... Wait, that's a negative, Oni-chan. Don't! ER is reporting that the target is outrunning her choppers. They can't get ahead of him. But then get them to stop the motorists on the other lane. I don't know how many people have seen this thing's face. So, this is getting out of control very quickly. Oh, God. Um, so uh, I'm not sure who's talking here, but... The first three elements of Tau 1 succeeded in gathering the townsfolk in the first three towns without incidents. 096-1 was confirmed to not be in any of these when it ran through each in turn without stopping. However, a video log in MCF Tau shows 096-1 being identified in the town of Data Expunged and the ensuing incident. Show it. So, Helm camera footage... Uh, from Element 4 of MDR4 Tamp 1 in the town of Data Expunged. Both the town people are gathered in the square, or blindfolded. Helicopters sweep the town. Indistinct orders are heard over loudspeakers from both the helicopters and ground personnel. Can you imagine how fucking creep horrifying this would be? <laughs> it's terrifying. Oh, I wonder if they killed all the townspeople so they wouldn't squeal about it. The target is entering proximity zone. All units activate scramble gear and crowd control procedures. All civilians are not to move from this spot or remove their blindfold. If you move or touch your blindfold, you will be shot. I repeat, all civilians are... Orders are drowned out by a loud shriek coming from outside the camera. Ah! Jesus! 
No. It's too, that, that's probably what it fucking sounded like. <laughs> Thank you. Approximately two kilometers away, it seems to be coming over the crest of the hills. It tries to slow down on the descent, but trips and tumbles down at high speed, crashing through several houses before regaining its footing almost without delay. Jesus. Should I be unknown voice? Yeah, yeah. Civilians are not to move. You will be shot. I repeat. Several shots are heard, none of which are directed at 096. Oof. 096 stops for one second before running into the crowd of townsfolk, throwing many aside and trampling more. More shots are heard as the crowd begins dispersing, the loudspeakers unintelligible under the vocalizations of 096. It locates 096-1, a middle-aged man, and the camera views 096 grabbing him before it is hit by a fleeing townsperson and is dislocated from the helmet. So uh, I guess, since you're interviewer, I guess I'm Major Jack Wilford now in this next log, who's the commander oh. of MTF Tower yes, 1. you are Major Jack Wilford. Let me get a voice. I was looking through 096-1's house with my squad. Uh, poor bastard was a semi-pro mountaineer. Took a trip to the blank. Apparently he took a snapshot of the landscape and just happened to catch it in the background. He holds took up... Took a trip to the Nanda. He holds up four fingers for emphasis. Four pixels. Four fucking pixels. I doubt the guy even knew what he saw. He was probably just looking at the picture one day, noticed an off-color patch of snow, and went on with his day. How did you find it? Our scramble gear picked it up right away. The lieutenant got the picture and took it down to the shop before I ever got to see it. By then, the damn monster had taken down Big Brother and it peeled oh, open. Geez, Big Brother's fucking dead. <laughs> and it, it, Big Brother! And it peeled open the major striker. All hell was breaking loose. So the scramble gear was ineffective? Ineffective? The goddamn scramble were pieces of shit that killed the whole damn test force. You, you know only three people are alive besides me? All because some retard egghead fought out of a state-of-the-art countermeasure to 096's hostile reaction? Those bloody idiots could just put a bag over the target's head and be done with it. But no, we had to use state-of-the-fucking-art scramble. And we actually Please have... don't be offended by our use of the word retard. That was in the script. Yeah, that was uh, in the text. So that, was, that wasn't me. And we can actually <laughs> see the picture here, so uh, take a good long look. <laughs> Uh, I don't, I don't want to because it'll come get me. So, picture secured by MTF Tau, 096 circled in yellow, blocked out, so it is safe to look at, but you can see it is literally four pixels there. Yeah, it's very tiny, it looks like, it is blacked out, it's just like a very, very tiny black square. Yeah, so if you see four pixels of its face, uh, it will come kill you, no matter where you are in the world. Alright, are you Dr. Dan again? Yeah. What did that fucker call me? Oh fuck, I'm sorry Doctor Push Pushes back from the table and begins standing up. I'll show that goddamn son of a bitch what an egghead is after I bash open his... Interview oh, shouting and cursing. Two oh, guards enter the room and push me back into the seat. Do we need to administer a sedative, Doctor? He takes a breath and smooths his coat. No, no, I, I apologize. <sighs> Scramble was really an ingenious idea. However, it was a failure because we did not fully know how it worked. You see, as the chip inside Scramble picked up its facial features and began scrambling them, there was a split second of uninterrupted light flow to the retina. Computers are fast, but not as fast as light. So there's a split second image of 096's direct face sent to the brain. It wasn't even consciously received, but apparently it was enough to trigger the hostile reaction in 096. So, with this report of the photograph... That's the most disturbing part of this whole incident. You know when the former 096-1 went on his mountain trip? 1990 blank. 
That's two double-digit years of that photo hanging there before he saw it. Since the brain doesn't need to be aware that it's viewing its face to trigger the reaction, there can be time, there can be time bombs hidden literally anywhere in the world. How many... I feel like this should be a Keter more than a Euclid mm. because it can break out of containment once someone sees it. Yeah. How many photographs are out there containing it, just going unnoticed, waiting for a careful eye? As I said before, I want this thing terminated. Now. Just a quick question, Doctor. Um, what exactly were you planning on doing there? Major Jack Wilford was top-notch SBS when we recruited him. I was also a recon corpsman, sir, and was deployed in the Caucasus. Marines beat SBS. No, they don't. Enough, both of you. Moving on. I don't know who the third guy is, so I just gave him a voice. <laughs> and yeah. Alright, I'll be interviewing again. You can be Chief Master Sergeant uh, for blank. I got the bag over its head. Yes, you've told me that. Can you tell me exactly what had transpired? It, it was It was done with all its... It was sitting there in the highway, just got done ripping open a minivan. And? Uh, I'm... West landed the chopper, I got out and bagged it. I put the bag over its head, it got calm and they took it. So, the victims in the minivan were the last to have viewed SCP-096's face? Interview in silent. Blank? He remained silent for the remainder of the interview and was released. He was later found in his bunk room, having committed suicide via hanging with a makeshift rope. A half-crushed pacifier was found in his fist. Oof. Oh no. Oh Jesus. Wait, did it see his baby? I don't think it saw his baby, but... Oh, that's... That's fucking dark. That is. So... Begin log. Video log 096-1-G. Confiscated tape from news broadcast CNN. Oh no. The Which image... one should I be the reporter or the MTF? Uh, I'll be... You'll be a reporter. The image shows first responders surrounding the remains of a crashed plane over the shoulder of a field reporter. The plane, which seems to be military in origin, has no outward markings designating it as a part of the US military. While first responders look for a black box recording, it is thought by police that the plane crashed due to a massive cabin breach in both the cockpit and fuselage. The report of motions to a large hole in the side of the plane, which several firefighters are climbing inside. Paramedics have only found three bodies, which is odd for a plane apparently requiring a crew of around 20 men. Police have suggested... The report is cut off as three super stallions are shown hovering overhead, two of which land and begin unloading troops belonging to MTF Epsilon. Shut off the camera. Shut off the motherfucking end log. <laughs> the three super stallions are just the pillar men. <laughs> Begin luck. So are we finished here? One last question, Doctor. Or statement, as it seems. We find it interesting that there was no break room at research site Double Blank. Or coffee. <laughs> Interviewee remains silent. We think it would be best if you begin talking. Remainder of video interview redacted. So at the start, he said at the time of the containment breach, he was in the break room getting coffee. So he was telling a lie. I don't see what that. I don't see what that has to do with me. There's no reason to play dumb, Doctor. Told us everything. Well then, I guess there's no use feigning anything, is there? What did he do? Audio recording. O five hearing. Oh god, this is where the council came! Yeah, so I guess in time, Dr. Dan, you are 5 one who is the leader of the yes, council. Yes, I'm the council! You're the leader! <laughs> so 5 one is the leader of the council, usually. Alright, I need to think of my most, like, prominent councillor voice. 
Upon reviewing your testimony and available footage and the confession of the late Dr. Alexei, it is the unanimous agreement of the O5 that you are to be terminated for your part in the gross breach of SCP-096- And I thought you would know the meaning of for the greater good. Do not try my patience, Doctor. Giving the incident scope and potential, the O5 have approved your request for the termination of SCP-096. Given the lack of personnel with understanding of SCP-096, the termination will be entrusted to you under heavy guard and the personal supervision of me. Your own termination will be scheduled at a later date. And luck. That one. is horrible, Doctor. How could you knowingly... It worked. There was only a matter of time until that happened at a major population center and its face spread over the world news. I can kill 096, but I've killed myself in the process. So they did kill it? Well, we, we never know. So presumably that's what happened next, but this is the ending here. 051 is in other ones, though, right? He didn't get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he... So basically, this guy caused a major incident, so the organization would have to authorize him killing it. Yeah, so no, he authorized what he saw as a lesser containment breach, so that it wasn't an end of the world breach. That's still so fucked up. He killed a ton of innocent people just so he could kill it. That's mm, very morally ambiguous, though. It's a really good story. It is a really good story. I can't believe this only has 586 upvotes. This is mm. fucking great. Wow, we. Yeah, and what this a is... read! What an adventure! I know, and this is what presumably what's going to the movie's going to be about that's coming out. That is so cool! Oh, can we watch the movie together? We can watch the trailer after this. Uh, if you I want. mean, like when it, when it comes out. Let's yeah, watch. yeah, it comes out on Tuesday. We'll watch it. Tuesday? Yeah. Holy crap! Well, I have work on Tuesday, so how about Wednesday? Okay, maybe we should. We will. We'll schedule this after the podcast is done. Oh yeah, sorry. I. You enjoy it excited. so much. Yeah, holy crap. Wow, what a read. Yeah, it's really good. I also good. always really enjoy doing the script ones with you. That, oh, it's so much fun. Wow, we. I'm sorry, that's. I know this isn't really much of a reaction, but I'm just wowed by this one. The, the ones today were really, really good. Yeah, I'm really happy with uh, the ones we've gone through today. Um, we had yeah, the, even though there wasn't a safe one. But... We had myself, who I thought at first was safe, but I guess was Euclid. <laughs> so I don't know as much as SCP as I thought I did. Yeah, so yeah. I guess I'm the new SCP expert. Yeah, but wait, are you, are you, is that you, you, or is it the toaster? Who is me? Me. me. Oh, I, oh I, hey. Yes, me. I'm the new expert, and you can react to my reading. Okay, and then we had uh, the Davers, so maybe we'll see them a few more times as we're going through the main list there. I would also like a movie about the... Something in the in the vein of uh, National Treasure. Maybe like Lord of the Rings, even. Ooh, I like that. Just get into sort of that fantasy territory with sort of the more ancient SCPs. Oh, and, and the opening sequence could literally be like a book and like pop up spring the life out of them. Like archaeologists coming to like find the artifacts of it. Oh, that's so cool! I just love the idea too of a villain character who's like got—he's not evil, but he has an insatiable thirst for knowledge. So he ends up getting himself killed and ruining all these books to like bring all this to life. And that's the start of the movie because before that it was like a long dead civilization. But after that guy did that, it was, like, a lot more, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. Let's make it happen, Hollywood. And then we had uh, 096, which um, is, like 173, a spooky monster, but there's a lot more story around it here. We had it's this... a lot darker, too, mm. but mostly, yeah, the story around it. I yeah. also, I know it wasn't stated, but I want in my headcanon to believe it's dead after mm. all that. 
I yeah, head cannon is sort of the most important thing here and things like this. I believe it's dead. There's nothing, as far as I know, there's not really anything else on the wiki that says it's lives. Here's, here's what I want to know. Let's hmm. say it's dead. What if I look at a picture of it now that it's dead? <laughs> it's like the end of a fucking zombie fist bursts out of a fucking grave. I'm back! Who look? <laughs> Alright, what's our recording time on the second half? Um, so I think we've just gone over the hour mark, and um, like last week, um, I think that's a good sort of stopping point. We've gone through a good few SCPs here, we've had a good discussion. Well, there's a teeny bit we were going to cut off, right? So do you think it'll still hit our mark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I hope we've enjoyed ourselves, I hope. Yeah, I really enjoyed today. It was a lot of fun. Once again, thank you to Tim. Oh, no, 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 go back, go back, go back. Go back? We didn't We didn't credit the authors like we said oh, we were going to Oh, fuck, we... <laughs> okay. Okay, we immediately so, forgot. 096's author is... Dr. Dan. I, I actually did say uh, Dr. Dan wrote it. Oh, it is Dr. Dan. Okay, what was the other one we looked at? Uh, um, you just said the Davis. Yeah, uh, and the Davis. Davis was written by Assertive Roland. It was written by who? Assertive Roland. Oh, I like that name. Yeah, I don't think Here's I've um, interacted with him, so I don't know if he still writes to the site. Assertive Roland. Uh, oh, it says account deleted for whoever the first one was. Oh, well... Uh... Oh, wait, no, that was Revision 11. We're right, good. yeah, yeah. Uh, so, well, Roland, Assertive Roland, uh, you should join us on the podcast if you're still around. We would love to have you. I doubt he will ever hear this, but okay. But if you do, Roland, just know that we love you. We love your SCP. And Wait, hang on. Let me click on his username, and I can... Isn't there a way to check all the things he's written? Profile um, page? It is on Wikidot, so there is no easy way to do that, really. Recent contributions. Uh, the last one he did was May 2018. That's that's later than I thought it would be. Uh, but let's well, not let's not cyberstalk assertive Roland on it. Well, let's. Uh... Here's what here's what happened. So he okay. wrote, he stopped writing in 2010, and then in 2018 he wrote a couple things in SCP Sandbox Three, and then never again. Well, I hope he shows up again. Um, if he has been on the sandbox, though, that means he was sort of. Uh... Well, Sandbox is sort of where you write something and then you move it over to the wiki once you're happy with it. Right. So maybe we'll see him again sometime. Yes, and what, who was the toaster? You already said it, but who was that again? Uh, that was by uh, Fla. Fla. Oh, I like that. F-L-A-H. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening. If you stuck with us all this way, um, yeah. I'm really happy to hear that. Uh, we love you guys a lot, and I'm sure eventually we'll come up with a cool fan name for you. So, uh, as this is also posted on YouTube, I do have to get through this sort of, uh, well, we, we all know what I'm going to say, so don't forget to like and subscribe. Why not oh, leave yeah. a comment with what SCP you want us to read? Hell yeah. All right, guys, subscribe, smash that bell button, beat that like button, leave a comment. Kill that you, like button. If you made it to the end Terminate of the episode, it. <laughs> if you made it to the end of the episode, comment mtf tau Am I right, boys? Hell okay. yeah. Hammer down. Love you, brother. Bye.